0: My name is Randy Rubenstein, and welcome to the Mastermind Parenting Podcast, where we believe when your thoughts grow, the conversations in your home flow. Hi, guys, it's Randy. I have a topic this week that uh, is interesting and what I'm learning is that it happens to many people without even realizing that this is what's happening to you. So if you resonate with this story, you're gonna I just want you to know you're not alone. It seems that many people resonate with the story about the kids that do the mommy, mom, mom, mommy, mom, mom, mommy, mom, mom. Do y'all remember? One of my nephews had that as his ringtone a few years ago. And I don't know. I think it's from a cartoon. Maybe it's from like Phineas and Ferb or something. But I was like, ugh. And it seems like this badgering pattern is more common than I realized where kids just, it's like they're a broken record. They have no quit. And so I was with a mom the other day, last weekend, and she's a mom that's in my mastermind and she's been in my private mastermind for a couple of years and we are very close and so we were walking and she has a 1-year-old and a 4-year-old and she we were just we were we were just on a walk on a Saturday morning we just wanted to catch up and we were on a walk and uh, and so I said to her towards the end of the walk, I said, okay, are we close enough that I can say something to you without you feeling like I'm scrutinizing your parenting? Cause we, let's be honest, like nobody wants to feel like your parenting is being scrutinized and it's loaded for me. Like I, you know, when I run into people that have, have worked with me or know about me or have been in my mastermind and, I run into them, like, at restaurants. They're all – I can tell they have that, like, oh, shit, look. Like, like I'm going to sit there and, you know, and scrutinize and judge. And so for anyone who's been listening to me or who has worked with me should know, like, that's what I stand for is no judgment and that we've all been there and we're all going through it. And so we're getting rid of that perfectionistic idea. However – I know it's like, they're like, so I said, are we close enough that I can just level with you? And you're not going to like get paranoid. She was like, no, please. Yes, of course. Come on. So I said, every time we're talking, I started to notice that like, there's a lot of interrupting happening from the four-year-old. And just when I'm saying this, he's like, mommy, mommy, I want a bar. Mommy, I'm hungry. And it was like this very demanding tone. Mommy, I saw a bird. Mommy, the bird was yellow. Mom, like every little tiny thing. And she's, you know, trying to talk to me. And she's like, "Uh uh-huh, okay. Yeah, no, I have a bird. I don't want that one. He already touched it. It's not the one he touched. It's the other, like she's just kind of dealing with it and not even noticing. And I call that this being in your own blind spot. And so, so. I noticed this pattern and I knew that she wasn't noticing it but I know how exhausting that pattern is so I pointed it to pointed it out to her and then the remainder of the walk she's like what do I do and so I was kind of coaching her through it in the moment which was super fun I have to say because it literally took like half a block and all of a sudden her four-year-old was getting with the program, like I had her go and get down on his level and I coached her through exactly what to say and how to teach him and how to respond and then how to ignore. And we did this little dance and it was like, bam, bam, bam. And she was like, oh my gosh, like this is a huge difference. And then she had been telling me about the baby having separation anxiety. And I said, I think this might be attached to a similar pattern. It's like every time you're out of his sight, he has learned that he does these certain behaviors and all of a sudden you start dancing and at the end of the day all they want is you i'm super excited to dive into today's topic but before we do here's a quick word from our sponsor today's episode is brought to you by the mastermind parenting membership our exclusive private year-long mastermind In the Mastermind, you're going to find a tribe of smart, determined, and even sometimes slightly rebellious parents who all happen to have at least one strong-willed kid. We dig in, we study our own brains and what's coming up for us when our kids are pushing our buttons. We also learn to see our kids differently and how to speak to them in a way that they can actually hear without the constant fighting and dictator-type behavior. We change patterns that have often been in our families for generations. Doors are officially open and we're enrolling for the Mastermind Parenting Membership Fall Cohort Group. So if you're ready to get the coaching, support, training, resources, and accountability you deserve to finally take your family from a state of surviving to thriving, I want you to go to mastermindparenting.com forward slash Lindsay. That's mastermindparenting.com forward slash Lindsay with an EY and book a free call so we can learn more about you and determine whether the Mastermind would be a good fit willing to be available 24/7 and even though it feels like a complete straitjacket and anybody who has a badgering kid you know what I'm talking about it feels like the opposite of freedom and and but yet if you're continuing to do it then you know the child is going to keep doing it right because in some way it's working for them because all they want is you and you're responding by giving yourself to them and your undivided attention over and over and over again no matter if you're talking to another adult no matter if you're doing something else and so that's why they continue doing it so we started talking about this pattern and i was like yeah it's does it annoy you she's like oh my gosh it annoys the crap out of me And I'm like, yeah, when something's annoying, it means we got to make a change. So why do kids badger and why do we continue to put up with it? That's the question I have for you guys. And that's what we've been talking about in my mastermind. And many moms, I relayed this story to many of the moms in my mastermind. And lots of them were like, oh my God, you're describing me. Yes, that's me. How do I make this stop? How do I do this? So why do you put up with it? And what I want to tell you is that it actually has to do with your thinking more than your child's badgering behavior. Okay. And let me explain. Um, Your child is doing this because like I said, they want to be with you as much as possible. And they what they've noticed is is that you're responding to it and so if you're thinking and with this mom I know this about this mom is that she's a working mom and she has a lot of working mom guilt and we're constantly kind of talking about that it's quality not quantity and I said this is your working mom guilt it's like when you're there and you're around you don't you feel like well I'm here so uh, yes I'm here I'm making up for lost time And so what's happening is that you're putting up with it out of guilt because you're making up for lost time. And it's super triggering that badgering, badgering, badgering behavior. But she's choosing to suck it up because she sort of feels like she has to to make up for lost time. And what I want y'all to know is that When you are doing something that feels terrible and annoying and like a straitjacket, I promise you that you're not really attending to them as, as much as you think that you are because it's exhausting. So eventually what you're going to do is you're going to look for ways to check out and numb and feel better and not be present. And then they're like, mommy, mom, mommy, because you are, can't deal with it. It's annoying. And so, so what I want to tell you guys is maybe the badgering behavior takes you to a place of, uh, where you lose it. Like that's what a lot of people do because it's annoying behavior grates on your nerves. And so when you lose it and then you end up, you know, kind of feeling justified because maybe you blame it on your child's labels Like maybe you're like, oh, they can't help it. They're super impulsive or, you know, they're super oppositional and they just can't help it. This is just part of their temperament. So you justify it and then you're like, but it would beat anyone down. And so you lose it. But then ultimately you feel what after you lose it, anytime you, after you lose it, it might take a few hours, but eventually you're going to be like, I never planned on being the parent that was the yeller. I never planned on exploding. And so you go to a place of blame where you're like, "I never planned to do this," because you, so you feel ashamed that you exploded and then you yelled and that you're doing all the things that you never intended to do. So then you go to that place of blaming. So you blame the child for their behavior, and you know maybe you look for something like a diagnosis to justify your own explosion and their behavior. And what I'm here to tell you is that what always follows guilt is permissiveness. So you maybe feel guilty because you're not really enjoying your kids as much as you feel like you should. You maybe with the mom I was with, you have working mom guilt. You have some kind of guilt that you know you're like on your phone all the time and you're and they're like, Mommy, you're like, Yeah, uh-huh. They're like, mommy, you're like, I'm just a minute, I just need to send this one email. So maybe it's that you feel guilty that, you know, you should be in the present moment, but you just can't find yourself to be, or maybe you feel guilty because you're losing it and going to that explosive place and you never planned on being that mom. Um, And so permissiveness always comes afterwards because ultimately you're going to feel guilty and then you're going to make the decision and you'll justify the decision why you should give the your child, the thing that they wanted all along. So maybe it's your undivided attention, like never putting a stop to the mommy, mom, mom. Yeah. What the bird? Oh yeah. That's a great bird. Anyway, blah, 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 Mommy, I don't want that bar. Oh, here, here, here. So you're just either giving them your undivided attention in terms of like dancing for them, like never shutting it down, never putting your foot down and pack leadership and being like enough, never protecting your own boundaries that you deserve to be treated with respect and not to constantly have every conversation or moment you're in hijacked by a super demanding child. So so you ultimately, you give in. And it might be that, you know, they badgered and badgered and badgered you about screen time and screen time and screen time and screen time. And, screen time, and you put these rules in place, but they badgered and badgered and badgered. And finally, you're like, enough. No. And then you lose it on them, but then you feel guilty. So when you go back and talk about it, you're like, you know what? It's not that big of a deal. You can have your screen time back. You could just, will you be better tomorrow? And so you give in to that rule. Maybe it's that they're not following the rules of staying in bed after you know lights out and they get up 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 and, get up, and finally you just either explode and then feel guilty and let them come in your bed or you, um, you just are like, fine, forget it. This is exhausting. You know what? We need to get some sleep. Just come, just come, just come. So you, so you again, compromise your boundaries of you really want your bed to yourself. And you didn't want to share it and you put these rules in place and you want everyone to be well rested and sleep trained in their own bed, but you can't find the energy to enforce it because you just are not up for it. And so your child ultimately gets the exact same thing that they wanted. yeah, maybe they were begging for some material thing, like the toy or the expensive shoes or the something. And you're like, no. And you gave them a whole lecture and you told them how they were so bratty and spoiled and entitled and this is ridiculous and la la la. And you, you know, you read them the riot act. And then the tears start and then you feel guilty. And then before you know it, you're justifying why you can go back and make the purchase and happy them up and make them feel better. So all these things do is reinforce the badgering behavior, right? Um, Because when something accomplishes the result that we were hoping for, why wouldn't we repeat it again and again? No wonder our kids are doing it again and again and again. So if you want to break the pattern, you have to learn to master your mind so you can respond rather than react then overreact and lose it or underreact by checking out and just being like, you know, I'm not going to enforce my own boundaries and I'm just going to dance like a circus monkey every time they want the thing. And so the pattern continues and the pattern continues and the pattern continues. So you got to start listening to your body, right? So a boundary violation like badgering behavior – is not okay. It's not okay with any of us. It wears us down. It exhausts us. And I promise you guys, you deserve not to be beaten down and badgered. So you may be like, yeah, but how do I do this? How do I do this? How do I get past this working mom guilt? Or how do I, you know, how do I stop checking out on my phone um, and feeling guilty about it? Like, how do I stop this? If you don't know how to stop it, you guys, what I want to tell you is there's a reason why behavior change is so hard. It's because your brain has been programmed with a certain with with uh, with a certain inner dialogue for many years and you beat yourself up. And so it takes support and it takes time to reprogram the way you speak to yourself and the way you you demand that you are treated, right? Many of us don't think that we're worthy of being treated in a way that feels respectful of our boundaries. And we have no clue how to enforce that. And so I just want you guys to know that I have support here for you. We open up enrollment twice a year or so to our mastermind The next cohort is starting October 1st. We are enrolling right now. If you want to find out more about the Mastermind and if it's right for you, I'd love you to book a free call. All you do is go to mastermindparenting.com forward slash Lindsay. That's Lindsay with an E-Y, mastermindparenting.com forward slash Lindsay. If you want to break the badgering behavior or really any behavior that feels like a straitjacket in your body because I'm here to tell you guys, that you deserve to feel a sense of freedom in your body. So you're not supposed to work for your kids. You're not supposed to feel like you work for your kids and you're not supposed to have the situation is, it was never, it's almost like it's, it goes against the laws of nature for the kids to act like little dictators and for the parents to dance and to try not to set them off and to do all the things and just constantly make the people happy. Y'all know that doesn't feel good, and it's, it was never intended to be that way. But if you've gotten into this pattern, it's happened for a reason, I promise you, we can change it. I just need to sit next to you for a bit and support you, but we can change it, and I would love to help you. Okay, you guys have a great week. Hey, guys. If you want to close the gap between the parent that you currently are when your kids are pushing your buttons and the parent that you always intend to be, that calm, cool, and collected parent, no matter what's going on around you, I have my recipe for you. I wrote about it in my book, The Parent Gap. And I'd love to give you the free audio version. All you have to do is text the number 44222. That's 44222. And put the message in Mastermind Parenting. That's all one word, all caps, Mastermind Parenting to 44222. And we will send you over a free copy of my audio book, The Parent Gap, ASAP.